So what if you took all the structurally deficient bridges in America, lined them up into one long, continuous road? How long would that road be? A new report says that that road of bad bridges would span from L.A. to Seattle. I'm Road Guy Rob, and here's a look at some transportation news headlines. With all the infrastructure doom and gloom, there is some good news. There are 6,000 fewer structurally deficient bridges in America than there were just four years ago. The bad news is that there are still another 47,000 bridges in bad shape. These are often small but critical crossings over rural interstates or across streams or rivers. But the list does include some superstars like the Brooklyn Bridge, the Arlington Bridge in D.C., and the San Mateo across the bay. And although states are making progress at this rate of repair, it'll take another 80 years to fix everything. And by then, even new bridges will be old and broken. States have been raising fuel taxes to try to chip away at this problem. And now there may be some sign that Washington, D.C. may join in. The Trump administration and congressional Democrats, as you know, have very little common ground these days, except on road taxes for gasoline and diesel. Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao is indicating that the White House yeah, could be OK with bumping up those excise taxes. And Democrats are also good with it. Now, the last time Congress approved an increase was in 1993. And now with inflation, that tax has lost about half of its buying power. Plus, modern cars are more fuel efficient, so people just aren't buying as much fuel as they used to. Higher taxes would help close that gap and pay to fix some of those thousands of structurally deficient bridges and infrastructure needs across the country. But a hike in the gas tax faces an uphill battle. Fiscal conservatives on the right are opposed to it, and low-income advocates on the left are opposed to it. Nevada is looking to scrap the gas tax, sort of. AB 401 would charge drivers in the Silver State one penny per mile. Then, when a motorist takes her car in to get smogged each year, the state would check the odometer, estimate the amount of gas tax the driver paid during the year, subtract that from the penny-per-mile tax, and then the driver would pay the balance. Sounds a little complicated, but it's a clever way of getting around the privacy problems that Oregon's test of a GPS-based tracking system has had. But for now, the idea is just a bill sitting on a committee table in Carson City. Georgia's DOT has picked a new district engineer to oversee 21 counties across northeast Georgia. Brandon Kirby comes from pre-construction, and he's also been the assistant district engineer. He replaces Brent Cook, who's retiring. In Salt Lake City, a home builder was kind of clever. He lobbied the legislature to slip $800,000 into a spending bill, which would force Utah's DOT to build them a sound wall next to the freeway. He owned a vacant piece of land there he wanted to develop. Now, UDOT doesn't build sound walls next to vacant fields, so the legislation was his creative way of getting around that rule. Good effort, but no cigar. The governor just line-item vetoed the spending. Governor's reasoning? Well, ethical problems aside, the developer listed the name of the wrong freeway in the language of the bill. And since that address doesn't exist, the governor vetoed it. For more transportation news zooming right into your phone, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For in-depth fun videos on transportation, you know, all the fun topics that relate directly to transportation, like what do Texas roads do so wrong? Open the YouTube app, search for Road Guy Rob. Thanks for listening.